guys, guess what time it is? Uh, three o'clock. That's right, it's <laughs> three o'clock at night, and me and James are in the Love Dungeon recording another episode of Appetite for Production. Your favourite music production-based podcast. I think it's the only music production-based podcast, is that right? Yeah, well, from the competitive research I've done, which is basically zero. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> we're kids. <laughs> what plug-in-based fun are we going to have today? Well, we're going to be talking about loads of stuff. We're going to be talking about studio time. Oh, okay. Yet again, a new plugin subscription platform. I don't want one. A Leslie emulation that got way out of hand. I'm sure he or she did. We're going to be talking about the white cones in the black box. Oh my god, mysterious. We're going down under with a sample didgeridoo. Oh, from the land down under. We submit a plugin idea to a new platform for creating plugins. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work. It's football season and we have some horns to suppress. Oh, God, okay. And we talk about your wonderful customer experience with Apple. Oh, great. Look forward to that, guys. Let's if, you do want it. To, if you want to hear a grown man moaning incessantly, then you've come to the right place. Let's do it right now. Yeah! Tim. Hey. Episode 10. 10 already, double figures, ha- like your IQ. Happy anniversary, baby. Oh, James, <laughs> you, sh- you shouldn't have whatever <laughs> you've done. I, I realised, actually, that uh, one thing we never talk about, one thing I never ask you on this is, uh, what are you doing at the moment? What have you been doing recently? Oh, God, um, not too much apart from work. I have been doing some music, Um but I'm struggling a little bit on the computer front, as I think we're going to talk about in a minute. I, I, well, I mean, last I heard, you were ready to order a pristine brand new iMac. Let me tell you about that, James. So, I ordered this thing, um, and it was expensive AF, um, I think it's fair to say. Pounds are plenty. Yeah, like loads of pounds. Like, like seriously, like a massive chunk of my sort of yearly income or whatever, really. Um but the thing is, I need this computer to do the job. Um, and I need like a half decent one for all the audio and video stuff. So I thought I may as well invest in the future and stuff. So yes, yeah, so I ordered it. Um, it arrived on Monday. Um, I booted it up uh, with my freshly made backup of my old uh, OS drive from Did you my MacBook pre- Pro. Prepare the room and do a load of mise en place and just be like, this is the moment. Everything's clean, everything's tidy. I and lit, the, switch yeah, it on. lit the candles, put the Enya on, as Ugh. you do. Um, so, I, so, I, so I tried to do the migration, but it didn't like the format that I'd done the drive in or something. Oh, God. So I was like, hey, it's no problem. It's no problem. I'm just going to boot for that drive. So I, I booted from that drive. And it didn't cut, it booted, but then kind of froze. And I was like, oh dear. Oh God. I know. So then what? So then I just tried to like, just like install off the, uh, off its internal drive, just as normal. At that point, none of the Bluetooth stuff would work and the USB was acting up. So yeah. This is, this is a brand new iMac we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, you know, it's not, it's not refurbished model or anything and it's straight from Apple. Um, so yeah, and they were like, "Well, you're gonna have to bring it into the Genius Bar, and they're gonna uh, have to like fix the <laughs> yeah, mate. You're gonna have to to lug it down to the Genius Bar, more like yeah, t- well, totally. So at this point, like, I've I've been around the block, as you know, James. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and one thing I learned, I once I bought. Okay, this is a story that is pr- <laughs> pretty emotional for me. Once I bought 
a pair of Sennheiser HD25s from a really well-known developer, well, not developer, a really well-known distributor. And they had problems with the cable on day one. I sent it back to them and they quote unquote fixed it. And basically those headphones have never worked properly. I'm not going through that again with a computer that has cost loads and loads of money. So I was just like... No, I'm going to return it. So yeah. I got an Uber down to the Apple store and everything. So I phoned Apple up to make sure that was cool. Yeah. And then I took an Uber down to the Apple store and they were like, okay, let's have a look at it and everything. So they were playing it out. Like, um, and they were like, oh, yeah. Because it was like, because I put some special processor in it. They were like, oh, yeah, you can't return it here because it was like what? built to order. And I was like, unless there's an error with it. And I was like, hey. The dude on the phone said I could just bring it down. Yeah. And B, there is a problem with it. So I'd sit around while I booted it up and, you know, plugged the uh. mouse keyboard into it and it didn't work. So yeah, so I had to like fork out for an Uber to take it down there. They didn't offer to pay for that or anything. They didn't offer to just like get me another one bill sent out or whatever. No. And so, and the, and the money's gone out of my account as well. So right. loads of money down. But like, so I ended up just ordering another one yesterday, even though I'm perilously close to my overdraft, just because I need this computer to, to do to do my work and yes yeah, so i'm pretty hacked off man like to be honest if i'm spending that much money i want to get my ass kissed a bit you know yeah it's like that's that's what apple's supposed to be about it's about making you feel posh and making you feel important and i feel neither right now especially when you're spending so much of your annual income on a massive computer yeah totes man I mean, and like i feel like apple's really gone down the pan on just like loads of fronts recently man you ordered this online right yeah. So you can just like return it and they can't quibble about it. Well, no. Well, it's got A, it's got a 14 day no quibble returns policy. And B, the thing didn't work. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's like, I would have like I would have hoped the amount of cash that I'm spending that they'd have just been like, hey, this is unacceptable. We're just going to send you another pristine you, one out. That's what, what you think. This. Like, from everything you know about the Apple store or whatever, they'll just be like, oh, how terrible. Don't worry a thing about this. I'm just going to get you uh, the latest brand new iMac yeah, out from the yeah. back. So yeah, I'm really hacked off, man. And it's and it just like it took a day like it took a day out of my freaking work schedule anyway. And I know I'm just coming across as really whiny and stuff and everything. But it's like I resent having to buy into capitalism or whatever and see homeless people everywhere and be part, you know, be complicit in the subjugation of the world. If I'm gonna do all that, I at least want my posh computer to work. Do you know what I'm saying? Man? It's a very good point. So yeah, so I'm feeling a bit ripped off. But the thing is, and like some some people might say, Hey, why don't you just buy a Windows computer? But mate, I I'm not down with that, man. That's See, I, I'm past that. If if I was to be buying a new computer right now, that's what I'd be doing. You buy a Windows one? I would, I would. And my my computer's getting is getting ridiculous. It's it's completely bloated. And it needs a radical solution of biblical proportions. Well, you could just reinstall the OS. I could, that's true. And I'm thinking of doing that anyway. Forget buying a new one, because I'm not about to do that. But yeah, mm. I am just thinking of just wiping it, like like God did uh, during the Great Flood. <laughs> just like, there's so many sinners on my computer. <laughs> I'm going to tell one file to build an ark, and I'm just going to wash everything away. Okay, that's fair enough. And maybe that'll do it, but like... Dude, I don't feel like you've thought your whole Windows plan through because what are you going to do about ScreenFlow, mate? That's true, but I will still have my uh, laptop, which is decent. But, I mean, I'm not buying one. That's the point. I'm not actually buying one. If I look in my VST folder right now, there are 246 items in there. Yeah. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven folders with stuff in. Yeah. So that's, that's the sort of level we're talking about. This is like <sighs> three years of... 
downloading stuff for testing, downloading stuff for beta testing, downloading stuff for just mm. so many plugins, so little space left. Like I'm, you know, a mate of mine said I should not bother migrating my old backup, my old drive or whatever, and just starting from fresh and just fresh and just installing stuff as I need. It. I, I'd really love the opportunity to do that because it'd just be kind of fun, but also a bit tedious. But oh, like God. you get to choose. I definitely want this. I don't want that anymore. And then who knows what's lurking on your on your system in no, sort of no, um, what's that folder? It's like application support where you might have accidentally downloaded 28 gigabytes of orchestral oh, samples I that know. come with the door. Oh. You know, I'd, I'd really like the opportunity to just blow it all to kingdom come and start again from scratch. Yeah, man. It's a tight, it's a time issue. But still, this is first world problems. It really is, man. Um, but like, I don't know, man. It feels like, I feel like because Microsoft got, got so slack with Windows, like, because the thing is like Windows 10 is basically kind of like things it's like yeah we've given up on trying to find like deliver a nice user experience from from my experience it's it's way better than windows 8 but <laughs> oh mate whatever you know well, a damning with faint praise and b i'm pretty sure it isn't because it's got adverts everywhere it resets the the your advertising preferences with every update all this sort of stuff mate it's just it just leaves a sour taste in my mouth mm. so yeah are you really gonna buy a windows machine at some point well, I, what I'm saying is, if if I was forced to buy a new PC, a new computer mm. today, this week, next week, that's probably what I would do. But I think, why not buy something that can run ScreenFlow? If it comes in a year's time, then it's a different matter. Okay. Because I've still got my laptop for ScreenFlow. All I need to do is record things in ScreenFlow, and I can edit them in something else. Oh, well, so it's the editing that's giving you issues, is it? No, nothing's giving me issues. That's the whole point. Just. It's, oh, it just oh, look feels... at Mr. Ladi da here with his working computer and everything, <laughs> and that's not good enough for him somehow. Yeah, it's it's completely good enough for me, but if something goes wrong, oh okay, okay. this week or next week, it's it's going to be Windows for me, I think. Well, when you come crying to me, don't come crying to me because it's your fault that you bought Windows machine, all right? Uh, okay, okay, so. I hope we've alienated enough people there. Basically. Yeah, I think we've alienated both sides. Uh, yeah, well, that's good, because as long as we're doing it equally, that's fine. Like, why isn't there just an operating system? And don't say Linux. Why isn't there an, alter uh, an operating system that's an alternative? Because, like, I feel like Microsoft and Apple are both dropping balls all over the place. Linux. <laughs> no way. So, James, what have you been up to, bruv? I have... Just started renting a studio. Oh, that yeah. is something that I have often thought about doing. Yeah. Um, what has your experience been like with that? It's been good so far. Yeah. I I mean, previously, like many of us, I had a sort of studio set up in my flat. And mm -hmm. previously, you know, if there's been an extra room, I've had a bigger setup. But if there hasn't been an extra room, I've had just a laptop, basically. And... Yeah, I've, I've been working fairly well from home since I've been working from home. But, you know, there's always that temptation to uh, put some clothes in the clothes washer or <laughs> cook yeah, yourself. Yeah, it's because it's like, you're just like, you're playing around with loads of synths and you're like, man, this is so lame. I wish I could just like be doing laundry right now. Well, right? It's hungry work. You know, sometimes you just need to cook yourself a four course meal in oh, the middle of the working I day. I see. Uh, and so, yeah, I thought, let's make some inquiries, see if there's any studio space to rent near me. 
And, uh, and well, you live in bang in the centre of Bristol, I so do, you'd do. think if anywhere in the UK you'd be able to find something like that, it's there. Yeah, and there is, and the stars align perfectly, and within about three weeks I was in. That's amazing. Yeah, basically it started out as a little room, and me and a couple of other dudes have been putting uh, equipment in there and sort of getting going and doing a bit of organising. It's uh, So far the experience is great, and... Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting a lot more work done. Oh, wicked. I have a reason to leave the house in the morning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but it is a lot darker an existence than working at home because obviously it's a studio and there are no windows. And does that, you find that helps, do you? Uh, it's nice and cool in this incredible hot weather that we've been having. Oh, but that's fair enough. It does mean I miss a lot of sunlight throughout the day and I sort of emerge from my grotto feeling like like a... The scoundrel. Like a golem. Yeah, just saying, well, what's this? Yeah, What's it's... all these buds doing here? Well, I think, basically, if you're not super pale and you're a producer, you're doing something wrong. So, True. yeah, I totally get that. True. But, yeah, it's, it's been great. It's um, it's a very, it's a quite a long room. I forgot to measure it, but it's like, it's probably about uh, two and a half meters wide mm. and about five meters long oh what are you gonna do about that son now the actual space used to be a police stables where they kept all the horses so you can imagine one stable cell if you will with um you know the about the amount of space that a horse or two gets how much do you think i'm involved with stables exactly man well i mean we've all had a bit of experience i can't remember the last time i was in a stable so when you're setting up a studio there is always that conundrum if it's a long room Mm. do i set up along the width or do i set up along the length yeah you know because you got to think of those early reflections usually the advice is to set up along the width okay so put your monitors there be it against the width and kill your early reflections on either side of your head and on the back wall. Uh, but this room is so long that the sound coming at me would bounce a lot behind me. There's a lot of space behind me. Okay. And so I decided to go with a slightly less conventional route of putting the desk on the length wall. Okay. And I think that's been good. Um, the acoustics are okay. They need work but yeah it's formally been used as basically just a practice room for a band but yeah that's some work i'm willing to do to Mm. uh, get it sorted i did a a voiceover recording in there the other day and it did not sound good oh really although it feels when i'm in there it feels like it sounds good for monitoring and stuff but recording in there is not so gonna have to do a few proper tests uh it is is quite dead the sound which is good so what's uh, the problem if it's dead? It was just like I think the EQ sort of space. Yeah, it, it's got resonances at not good places. I think it's like sort of 80 hertz, 120 hertz sort of resonance. Oh, that sounds great, man. Give you give you some low-end punch. That it will. Good. It will give some low-end punch, but it, will be, it might mean that I'm uh, uh, making tracks with less low-end because my studio is so low-endy. Oh, no. But le- it, this all remains to be seen. I was thinking of looking into those uh, studio sort of calibration reference software. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thingies. But for now, it's more about just getting my work done and mm. getting used to the place and making sure I am on point with my work. Uh, acoustic treatment can come later, but so far I'm really happy in it. 
Okay, that's cool. I mean, I guess the acoustic treatment is really only going to affect the voiceover recording in there because it's not like you're doing loads of mix downs and stuff at the moment, I guess. Well, moment. I guess if you're just making music, you want it to sound all right. Basically, yeah, true, true. It's, it's a fairly good space, space for creative uh, pursuits. But mm. yeah, I, I haven't noticed any problems while monitoring. That's the thing. It's just when I got my voiceovers home and listened to them, it was like, what? Yeah, right. But I, I'm pretty sure it's okay. Uh, more investigation is needed, but for now, I'm having a productive time. And, Great. You, th- and you think it's worth the, the cash money expenditure? Yeah. The clams. For me. In, you know, in layman's terms. Yeah, clams out per month should be beaten by the extra amount of work I'm doing. And really? And clams I'm getting from that. It God. should be. Wow. Uh, so, you must be really procrastinating at home then. Well, yeah, I am. You know, there, <laughs> there are clothes that need washing, Tim. Oh, okay? man. Just loved in laundry, man. Yeah, well, I, I sweat a lot. And I, <laughs> I have to change my T-shirt at least six times a day. Oh, my God. And uh, yeah. Well, fair enough, son. Well, I'm really happy for you. And I look forward to checking out with my own eyes Damn and right ears. You yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be great. One thing uh, that I'm enjoying about the studio is that <clears throat> nice pair of uh, HS7s in there. Oh, yeah. So tell us what you've got in there. So HS7s, that's a Yamaha monitor. Isn't yeah, it? that is basically the sort of recreation and slight change of the classic ns10 sweet and um i realized because of this you and i we've never really talked about monitors no and the ns10s are famously divisive Mm. you either love them or you hate them okay what about you i've never used them haven't you no no like i never like basic like i've never all my music production that i've done like apart from like really just like a handful of occasions has just been in whatever room I'm using mm. with, with what speakers I'm using. So I've got my Adam P22As and a sub. And in my, my actual room, I've got some Tannoy reveals on a stereo in another room and like other stuff like laptop speakers, a mini rig. I've got, I've got PA speaker to test stuff on. Though I don't do that very often. So yeah, what I'll do is I'll just like test stuff out basically. And a lot of the time I just haven't been in a place long enough to like really learn the room inside out or anything. Do you know true, what I mean? True. That's, I mean, I, I love NS10s. Uh, How I know, do you know you love them? Uh, it's, it's more... I know why I love them. It's because when have you used them? It's because I learned to mix on them, and I I oh, use them a lot. Okay. <clears throat> and so a uni, yeah, okay. And they are, I can confirm, very particular. And you know, they are. If if someone doesn't know, they are renowned for being shit. Basically, they were first brought out as consumer hi-fi speakers, but they were so like they was had such a flat frequency spectrum that nothing sounded good on them. But then people started using them to check their mixes. Mm-hmm. In theory being, if you can mix something that sounds great on NS10s, then it'll sound great on anything. And I started with them and it feels like it feels like coming back into a nice comfy pair of shoes. <laughs> Wicked. And they oh and they you find them similar to the sound of the NS10s then, yeah? Uh yes, pretty much. I mean they are they do these HS7s. They do do away with some of the imperfections. They're less plasticky, um, so it's not quite NS10 territory, but it's it's still nice. And also, you gotta love that look, Tim. The look. Yeah, yeah. The white cone in the black box. Oh, they've got that. As, they've got that, have they? Which brings me to another thing. Check your email. Oh God. Okay. Aventone. 
You know Aventone? No, not really, mate. They make speakers and stuff. But they've just brought out the CLA-10s, which are basically a uh, reborn version of the NS-10s. Yeah. So the actual NS-10s are not in manufacture and haven't CLA been CLA is Chris Lord Alg again, this, back at his tricks. This is Chris Lord Algae endorsing these NS-10 remakes. Okay. Uh, Aventone CLA-10s. Is there a product that he hasn't endorsed? I doubt it. <laughs> I think there's there's some jam down at my local market which hasn't got his name on it. Well, I hope you're not eating that jam, mate, because your mix downs are going to sound like <laughs> shit. You should um, check out the video he made for this, even though it's down at the moment. Oh, yeah. Um, but basically, it's a very strange one because he keeps, you know, he's talking about how he's endorsing these monitors and he loves them. And he keeps saying the white cone in the black box. <laughs> Like a thousand times, he's just talking about some stuff and says, oh. You gotta love these. It's the white cone in the black box. The white cone in the black box. The know, white cone in the black box. You know, I think a lot of this shit is psychological, and I think I think it's a lot. All of, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a hot take now, James. You ready? Give me is a hot it, take. This is gonna be like a sort of Jeremy Clarkson, sort of like slightly constructed style hot take that I don't really believe. May I think it's a load of bullshit. I think it's all just about the black cone in the white box or whatever it's called. And the uh, white cone in the, the black, black box. box. Right on time. The white cone in the black box. I think, I don't know, I think a lot of people will uh, allow, they won't be purely scientific and they'll just allow a load of other factors to influence them and make them decide what they like or not. So yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, potentially. I mean, we could go down the rabbit hole on that. But what I'm interested in, Tim, mm. is the white cone in, in the, the black box. The black box. In the old white cones in the black box. I mean... I like a black box, mate, as as much as anyone. Do you also like a nice white cone? Who doesn't? Um, Seven hundred quid uh, per pair, though, of, of dollaroos, by the way. Yeah. Um, how, how would you reckon of the pricing on that? I mean, people are gonna go for it if they like NS10s, and yeah. if if you know, you don't often get the opportunity to buy a new pair of NS10s because they're out of manufacture, and you don't often get an opportunity to buy sort of a certified pair. Yeah. Uh, that are definitely tuned to each other and were the originals and haven't got anything wrong with them. So this mm. is it's a good opportunity. I mean, a lot of people would just go for the HS7s like we were talking about, and they're like 400. Oh, okay. Uh, but if you want the classic so-called shit speakers that are great speakers, yeah. then th this is about the price that people would pay, I think. If, if you've got a decent studio and you want to make sure you've got some good NS10-style things, if you're all about... The white cone in the black oh, box. Yeah. The white cone in the black box. I mean, maybe maybe the other reason that he constantly keeps saying the white cone in the black box. White speaker in the black box. On this video is because maybe they're not allowed to say NS10. Oh, okay. I yeah. mean, have they done this a bit dodgily? Uh, maybe it's neuro-linguistic programming. Possibly. So much of the world is, isn't well, it? Yeah. Isn't it, James? It is, Tim. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's cool that they're doing that, I guess. I mean, if I had loads of money, I'd probably get some. Yeah, some of the white cones in the black box. Mm. White, the white cone in the black box. Have you ever seen a sampled didgeridoo for contact? Um, I don't think so. Would you like to? 
Not really. Okay. Um, do I have any choice? No. You are. I'm going to force the flavors of the Outback down your throat. Oh, okay. With wicked. this one. This is Samples for Rue, spelled R-O-O, didgeridoo. Oh, mate. Oh, God, is that really offensive? I th- oh, mate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, mate. I mean, I guess if you're making freaking nature documentaries about giant spiders it's all right i'm more interested in the tambourine man tell me about the tambourine let's okay. talk about why don't it. you tell me about the tambourine um okay so as well as rue they've got this thing called plus one tambourine <laughs> so it's like a tambourine you take to a party when you don't have anyone to go with you <laughs> i'm shaking shaking with excitement it's got eight different tambourines to eight? put the shakes into any drum track has it got the ones where you have the sort of drum skin over it as well it look yes it looks like you Sweet. do actually. have you got has it got the one where like it's shaped like a crescent no but oh, i don't think I'm not that's sure. the best kind what about this brass 12 inch do you like Oof, that one oh, I've, I've seen a few brass 12 inches <laughs> in my time and that is a looker. I really like tambourines. So, I mean, do you reckon it? You just hold down a key and it shakes. Well, or do you have to do the shakes with your MIDI? It's got it's got a MIDI file player with adjustable tempo. Oh. So presumably, it's got some built-in MIDI doodads. Brilliant! So you can just drag the MIDI straight out from contact into your door and get your shakes on. No, well, I don't think you can do that. No. No, you can. You must be able to. If it's a contact instrument that's got MIDI loaded into it, that's the that's the point. Oh, really? Yeah, you can drag MIDI from from contact out into well, the Well, it doesn't say you can specifically do that here, but if it does it for everything, then maybe it does. Now, what I'm interested is in is, can you do that with a didgeridoo? And how does one play a MIDI didgeridoo? Um, badly. Yeah. Uh... That is, how many parameters is that for a MIDI didgeridoo? So it's one's drones and one's rhythmic. Okay. I don't know. Maybe if you like, are there didgeridoos in Psytrance? Uh, are didgeridoos meant to be rhythmic? I thought they were meant to be drones. That was the point. No, because some some didgeridoos are like. Ah, uh, true. But wouldn't it be like having a step sequenced bagpipe? Oh, mate, you just smashed it with that one, mate. That's how we're going to make our millions. The taste of Scotch eggs. Yeah. Um. Step. Hang on. Stepped bags. No, there must be. There must be a pun here. Bag step. Bag. Bagstep, mate. Yes. I've been listening to Bagstep since it was invented, which was 45 <laughs> seconds ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Bagpipes in effect, guys. Well, that, I think there is one song that you legally have to play when you're playing bagpipes, which is the Scottish anthem. What is the Scottish anthem? The old, you know, think of a bagpipe. That, no. That one. No, I don't know it. No, you know, it's the da 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 No, da, God. Da, oh. da, 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 da. No, that's, is that... I Main. Think. I think we should uh, tear down the borders, mainly so we don't have to listen to uh, the Scottish national anthem. Tear down that wall. Yeah. Well, hang on. What What would the Scottish national anthem sound like if it was played through a didgeridoo? <laughs> it would be confusing. That is a mashup that I would love to hear. Yeah, man. Well, maybe there's some other mashups. What's the Welsh uh, anthem? Uh, I land, don't think they have one. Land of my fathers. What about that played on like a uh, traditional uh, gamelan? Gamelan of my fathers. <laughs> <laughs> I think this feature's got legs. I think someone's going to be downloading some MIDI tonight. Um, I really think we should update our national anthem. I know there was a petition a while ago to change it to True by Spandau Ballet, mm. which... Oh, no, Gold by Spandau Ballet, which I think would have smashed it, mate. No, I would go for No Surprises by Radiohead. Oh, God. It's that's... a nice, depressing national anthem, and I think it would sound really good sung at a football match. Yeah. Yeah, do you know I see what you're saying? How about... 
uh, Africa by Toto, UK national anthem. Yeah, but can that be the UK national anthem? <laughs> like the levels of irony there. Also, would... yeah, sometimes it rains. No, it, it always, always rains. rains. Yeah. Well, okay, novelty lyrics for how, it. How about everywhere you go, you always take the weather? Oh, ah. that would be good. Or um, The Voice by John Farnham, if we're just going on a, you know... A kind of uh, Antipodean pop act, the <laughs> national anthem, the voice by John Farnham, I think would be good. I think we've taken it too far. Okay, let's let's rewind. Ready? I'm good. We were talking last time about the lovely company from Germany, Zynaptic. <laughs> okay. Uh, Zynaptic have released a new plugin. It's not actually on the open market. But uh, with all the talk of football at the moment, there have been problems in football. Have with, there? Uh, all the crowd um, playing their horns and... Vuvuzelas. Yeah, and it, it's just way too loud and you can't hear what's actually going on. And it's it's a massive din, Timothy. Oh, man. Enter Zynaptic, who have uh, attempted to solve this problem with a plugin called World Cup Horn Suppressor. Oh my goodness. This is serious news. Um it is. I mean I often have horn troubles where they need suppressing. So I think this sounds like a good thing. Is this a freebie? This is not actually even that. Well, it is, but you have this is the crazy thing. You have to sort of apply and you have to be a broadcaster. Oh, so it's not like a gag. No, this is a real thing. Uh, actual TV broadcasters. Uh, there could be some serious money in this. Uh, TV... It seems like they've left it a little bit late. Yeah, well, maybe they only just got the idea. But okay. thing is, you get a... Or I say you get. Whoever gets this gets a free three-month license uh, and therefore can use it for the rest of the World Cup. And then after that, they'll have to pay. So for the next football, watch them who's it. Yeah. They can use it if they're paying <laughs> the for it. big game. Yeah, the big game. <laughs> oh, the beautiful game, too. Oh, mate, it's so beautiful. You see, what I like about football is it's really like ballet. Yeah. Except with a ball. I like it when they move the goalposts. <laughs> Do they have moving goalposts I think now? so. There's like, they put them on legs and they, they wheel them around and... It just brings a new dimension to the, the beautiful game. Like, seriously, every time someone does a touchdown and converts it, I'm just like... I, I jump out of swell my seat. With, swell with pride over the Lions. It's brilliant. Three Lions on a shirt. Mate, football's coming home is what I've heard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon we're going to win the World Cup? When I say we, I mean England. Uh, I am I'm 90% sure we are. Oh, wicked. Are you going to put a bet on it? I, I mean, we win it so much... Yeah, I mean, we all, we're always winning it, isn't that yeah. right? We, by now, we feel entitled to win it. I feel like the Jules Rimet trophy deserves well pride of place in our <laughs> hall of sports heroes. Yes, sporting sporting chaps like <laughs> like Lewis Hamilton. Okay, um, the Daily Thompson, Johnny Walker. Um, Nigel Mansells. Yes, he was good. He was good. And um, Barry Sheen is my favourite. Uh, he, no, he's an actor. Oh, is he? Got to get these things right. Okay. Barry Manilow is my favourite motorcycle rider. <laughs> he was great. <laughs> Luke Masters, you know him and love him as a sample company. They have released their first uh, instrument. Oh, uh, you know this, Tim, and I know this too, because full disclosure, we've both worked on this to a certain extent. On promotional materials. Promotional materials. The plugins is, yeah, plugin itself. in the past however many months. And yeah, it's uh, the philosophy is 
get mix ready tones. It's dedicated to bass. It's yeah. it's bass one hundred percent, and there's a bunch of patches. You know, go straight into the mix. Yeah, it's, you know, I guess it's kind of aimed at people who want to have big and beefy bass set, bass sounds, but don't want to have to like learn how to use Serum inside out or something yeah. like that. I guess, and that's fair enough for yeah, bass, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, you got a top sample, you got a sub sample. I think the way they've done that is pretty clever because that's typically how people will produce these sounds. Yeah, and they they go through you know the usual stuff: envelope filter. The filter is pretty good. Uh, and there are effects, and there is a sort of, um, what was it called? Oh, showing my idiocy here. Frequency booster. Yeah. Um, which is basically a multiband compressor, but with no, don't, okay. distortion in there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's it sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, it's um, I, I'm always sceptical about these kind of, like, make life easy on yourself plugins. But it's not bad, actually. And there's some, you know, it's, you know... Like the thing is that plugins like this, I mean, there isn't anything really quite like this, but plugins of this sort of general sort, you know, do live on die on their sounds and usability. I think they're both really good here. Yeah. My one issue with it was doesn't have a pitch envelope, which right. I think is something something hopefully that they will amend. And they're coming out with loads of packs for it as well, because obviously yeah. it's how you make your money these days. You make I your mean, bass thing, you make your packs. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe some of the samples have sort of got a lot of pitchy modulation built well, in no, anyway. No, but they shouldn't. They should just, they shouldn't have that in. They should allow you to do that stuff yourself because that's such a bit important part of it. Yeah, but if you're making a simple plugin, you've got to stop somewhere, you know? You, you well, could you make... stopped after the pitch envelope. <laughs> you, you can make a million things in there that it can do, and you can have visualization you can have a load of crazy stuff but yeah i i'm i was i was happy messing around with it it was good uh, i don't think i would use it myself much but you know. i think i might use it myself you know and i'm pretty surprised that i'd say that because generally i'm synthesizing everything from scratch but there's some patches in there i think i find you know uh officious to use mm. and you know because it's loop masters it's it's sample based but they're all top quality samples. Loop Masters know what they're doing. They've got a lot of categories to draw on. Uh, I think I think most of the samples were new, actually, rather than they oh, weren't exactly cool. recycled. But you've still got that Loop Masters uh, heritage, if you will. Well, but as long as it sounds good, and that's it all does. right. And it sounds good, so you know. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Best Master. Mm, check it out, and it's it's reduced price while it's new. So yeah, it's, if you're interested. Have a look sooner rather than later, probably. 49 clam sterling right now, rising to something like 69 clam sterling. Mm, uh, 69 uh, clams. In August. Nice. Amazing. Tim, baby. <laughs> Are you coming on to me, James? We have seen so many subscription plugin schemes coming out yeah it seems like there's a new one out every few hours and yeah. the latest one in a long 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 line of subscription plugin ideas is pacotex plugin play okay so what am i looking at james right so pacotex plugin play is a platform for downloading plugins and you basically get them for free and you get to use each plugin free for <laughs> 10 hours a month. How does that sound to you? Uh, I don't understand. So and that's for free. They've got D16. They've got Killer Hearts. Who else have they got? I'm not sure, but they, they're hoping to get more. Yeah. Mm. One month of usage for f 10 hours for free. Yeah. And then, of course, if you haven't used those 10 hours, you get another 10 hours next month. 
And if you want to hang use... on, if uh, you haven't used those ten hours, you get another ten hours next month. Yeah. You, what does that mean? You get ten hours every month. Okay. And if you've used, say, if you've used your ten hours and you need to activate it for longer, yeah, you can choose to then get this. Then you rent it for either a weekly, monthly, yearly, or you buy it. Okay. So it's uh, it's yet another take on the subscription idea. And in this case, you might just be able to rent it for a week for, say, a couple of clams. Yeah. You know, and that's just like, okay, I've, I've used it for three weeks and I've got my 10 hours and I really need to use it only for another couple of days. So I'll just get a week, get it for the next week for a couple of clams, finish my work off, and then I won't need it again. Yeah, man. I mean, I this seems like a pretty sensible idea because there's a lot of plugins out there and you mm-hmm. might want to try it. Maybe you need to compress something. You want to try a bunch of different compressors yeah. without forking out. So, I, yeah, I get it. It's just it's just like life's so complicated, man. I don't know if I can take any more. I is. feel like my brain's full. you got an extra host, an extra shell. Oh, uh, man. But, I mean, in principle, this does make things cheaper yes. for many people. Uh, you, there is a charge to activate it, which apparently goes from half a dollar, mm. 50 cents, uh, the lowest, to activate something, uh, as well as paying your then subscription. Oh, God. But, I mean, you know, the complexity here is just ramping it up. It's it's the complexity that I don't like, man. It's just tight. It's all everyone wants my time and money. But and if, I don't have any. If you were not a music production pro, if you were just dabbling... And you wanted to try a few things and you're only going to use them for 10 hours a month anyway. Yeah, then that's fair enough. This is probably good. And if if you only infrequently pass that, then that's great. If you're, let's say you're like a mastering engineer or even a mix engineer and someone sent you a track and you're like, oh, kaboom, I need uh, D16 Centaurus. Yeah. You've got it for free for 10 hours. Yeah, I guess. And if you need to work on this person's project for longer, yeah, pony up a couple of clams. One more subscription idea to add to the long, long list of them. Oh, just stay out of my direct debits, basically, guys. That's all I'm asking. Another one that came out recently is EA Reckon. With a plugin called EA Revolve. I think it's Ear Reckon, isn't it? I think it is meant to be Ear Reckon, but I'm going to go with EA, EA Reckon. Reckon. Okay, that's cool. So, this is a Leslie emulation that <laughs> got way out of hand. Mm. Now, I have... <laughs> <laughs> We've all had trouble with Leslie's in the past. Yeah, <laughs> haven't we all? Yeah. It's it's really, really good, actually. I've, I've played with it. It's incredibly deep. Like, this Ooh. isn't just a Leslie emulation. This is a Leslie emulation with a billion parameters. That may be an exaggeration. A billion parameters. I think it's close to a billion. Um, it's got a stereo chorus baked in at the start as well, which you can choose to use or not use. Okay. It's got sort of um, mic placement options. It's got... Oh, wow. Like, you, you see that... Uh, graphical display on the right Mm. you can make the rotary bigger you can make the space bigger you can choose where the microphones go uh it shows the tweeter moving around it shows (laughs) the drum moving around it is a complex plugin and it does sound incredible oh really yeah and you can you can even do stuff like choose what angle the thing stops at when you stop it Oh, wow. Okay. It is, yeah, complex. Yeah. 
It's got sort of A settings and B settings, so you can morph between them. It's got like who is morphing Leslie settings? James, uh, it seems like a like a bridge too far. But yeah, hey, if you want to do it, you can do it. Man, you got like two speed controls for each element and different things to sync them between dotted, triplet, and the stereo chorus itself. You can just use it for chorus if you want. Yeah, and I think this is going to be for most people, unless you really want to tweak in depth on your Leslie sound. This is going to be a monster for presets. Just load it up. Yeah. Get sounds that someone else has designed and be like, boom, that's the lovely spinning sound that I wanted. That, yeah, man. That sounds great on my organ. My thoughts on <laughs> my thoughts on this are they seem like they were so preoccupied wondering whether they could. They didn't really think about whether they should. <laughs> well, I, I think it's worth it as long as people as long as this doesn't raise the bar. Because, I mean, it technically does, but I don't want to see anyone surpass this. No. I think I think music technology's gone too far. <laughs> I think I think this is the limit for Leslie's. Like, this is the most complex a Leslie should ever get. And this is great. Yep. And I would, if I really wanted to tweak a Leslie, I would tweak this Leslie. But I don't want any more than this. Like, if someone made something yeah. an extra 50% as big with 50% more controls, that would be way too much. But this is this is uh, one for tweakers. And see, having massive control over your like stereo rotation is <laughs> valid. <laughs> it is. No, no, no. It is. Why is it valid? Okay, you're from electronic music, right? Sure. And you might be sticking a st uh, Leslie on some keys or something. But let's say you're a guitarist, mm. and that's like gonna be your main instrument. Maybe you're just sort of vocal and guitar song, something like that you want to make the guitar shine and you want to make it come through and you want ultimate control over the yeah. spin and the tremolo. It's like, it's like you could just use it as a complex tremolo. Yeah. yeah. Or a vibe, you know, vibrato. So I think... Can you use it for vibrato? Uh, that's a good point. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am sick of your bullshit, you James. You know, you get some modulation, you get some depth, you get some Doppler. It makes it interesting. Okay. So if you're in a sort of... Um, uh stripped back mix where okay. you've got just a couple of instruments this would go great yeah I, are you gonna put a spring reverb on the chain before oh, this oh that would be great that'd be yeah, in fact maybe that? maybe they should add that and maybe they should add like you know an hang on a minute you're backtracking on your whole mic um, modeling and too complex yeah it's an extra stereo you, they can make that stereo chorus module into a flanger oh my god no no let's just make everyone's life simpler james <sighs> this is i don't know what to tell you about this okay but a developer of plugins hmm. called Denise. All right, Denise. Denise. Um, I really, I am at a loss to tell you why they are called Denise. Okay. But they are called Denise. Mm-hmm. They have launched some kind of, um, shall we say, contest mm. for designing your own plugin. I see. And basically, you design a plugin and they might make it. Okay. And will the designer get any money from sales from this? I severely doubt it, but it's a cool little contest. Uh, yeah. So as long as you don't have a uh, gold at the end of the rainbow uh, plug-in idea that you've been holding on to. Yeah. It's, it's a chance to sort of uh, 
make something cool and maybe just make a silly idea. So my question to you, Tim, mm. shall we make a plugin each? Oh my god, that's a great idea. We're going to design like a, a plugin. Lot of work. It's not that much. Just do a simple one. Well, should we do it now? Let's do it now. Oh my god. Okay. okay. God. Okay, I've deleted everything. I'm doing mine right now. Okay. What are you going to do? I literally don't have any ideas, man. This is like to design a plugin. This is the sort of thing that you need to think about for hours and hours, surely. Nah, we can do it in a few seconds. Oh, God. Right. How do I... Circles, lines. What the... You can choose a colour with that thing that's currently yellow, if you want to. Can I? Yeah. What the hell is that? Okay. Uh, I've made a wonky box. Okay, great. Good God. I might as well be coding my own plugin. I've got Reactor, bruv. No! Oh my, I just clicked delete and it oh. deleted everything. Come on, bin. No! Uh, you, you can't, you can't look a... Colour horse in the eye. Mm. Um, I don't think that makes any sense. Well, look, I'm in artistic mode, okay? Okay, right. It's nice, we're having a little uh, calm drawing set. Some, some Bob Ross time. Oh. For the lads. They better not nick my idea. Well, they can nick your idea if you submit it. Uh, well, maybe they'll just make this plugin and I'll end up using it loads. Actually, I think that's probably all I need. <laughs> all right. Um. Okay. Oh. Uh. Put some go faster stripes on there. And no, mate. Oh, you got minimal. Else. Boom. There we go. All right. Show and tell time. What do you reckon about that? Okay. So, what have you made? So, I have made a rhythmic um decay generator okay so so you've got like a step sequencer with different just different levels for eight steps could really be 16 uh-huh um and then like an overall amount tempo resolution controls a swing and again and that's it what is the decay in question so it's just am amplitude decay okay so it's like a, a almost an envelope that goes up and down up yeah, and down yeah, yeah and yeah. the down is at different rates for each step mm. amazing yeah little timmy's um what should i call it uh funkomatic yeah i nice. like it do you want to see mine oh please it's a little plugin called preverb so how does it work you know that effect where you have reverb and you reverse it yeah like on vocals or i don't know drums and you get the eerie preverb sound sure sure that's what it, this does how and, does it do that well this big knob in the center is the preverb time knob yeah so you're basically your reverb time and it automatically reverses the reverb by applying a large amount of look ahead. And uh, yeah, that would be a large amount. Of it look needs ahead. a lot of plug-in delay, and so due due to you know real-world considerations, you might not be able to get a very long preverb time. Okay, we'll see about that when they make it. What does the spook knob do? Well, the spook knob 
determines how spooky your preverb <laughs> signal is. So what determines spookiness? I, I guess it puts a load of modulation on there and stuff like that. Oh, okay, wicked. It sounds like you haven't really thought this through. But well, I, you it know, puts I like that. a load of effects on the reverb signal. Okay. There's a depth knob here, which um, <clears throat> is basically a mix knob between zero and fifty percent, mm-hmm. and like how mixed in is the reverb. Mm. And if you push it over fifty percent, uh, the preverb gets louder. And you've got a high-pass filter and a low-pass filter and a lovely uh, waveform scan of the preverb signal at the bottom and some metering at the top because who doesn't love metering? Yeah, you want to see the levels of your preverb. I am going to submit this sucker. Take a a screen grab of yours. so Yeah, I will. I've got to save this forever. So I think it's only a matter of time until these get made and we become billionaires. I can't wait to be rich, bruv. That would be great. You can find my design and Tim's design in the podcast episode description and at our website a4ppodcast.com yeah feast your eyes on those guys and prepare to have your minds blown inside out tim i am completely done for this week yeah i i'm pretty much done for the rest of my life now i'm waiting for universal income and the robots to take over so bring it you know, all throughout this recording, I've been using my pencil to draw a collection of sexy mermaids. Oh, have you? Can I see? Well, uh, I, I think what I'm going to do is just go home and rub one out. Oh, my God. That's really, really awful. What I'm going to do now is just meditate constantly until I see you again, because that's the only thing that can prepare me. Let's do it. Okay, see you later, guys. Bye. But we've got a unique voice, and it's this voice. Hello, James. Do you like plugins? I love plugins. <laughs> Yay!